Let's take a look at the headlines around the world and what's dominating. Well, one particular story, that is anger, shock, disbelief in the press today after uh, the incident in Gaza, the pre-dawn uh, Gaza City with more than 100 people, according to the Palestinian health authorities, being killed as they were rushing for food and questions over exactly what happened. Let's bring in Deeptika Laurent, our press reviewer. Um, tell us what's how's this being covered? Lots of striking front pages today, Gavin. Uh, let's start with Al Quds Al Arabi. That's a pan Arab London based paper. And the headline here that you see uh, it reads uh, Bags of flour tainted by blood. Uh, the paper uh, saying that Israeli forces killed more than 100 martyrs in Gaza. They're using that word martyrs on it, on their front page. This is from Arab News. This is a Saudi-based uh, uh, paper. Uh, you see here Gaza aid truck massacre. So again, the, the, the kind of language is very um, uh, clear in the papers, uh, at least gives away what they think of it, uh, noting that it's the largest single loss of life in weeks in Gaza. And even uh, uh, Jerusalem Post, which is a conservative Israeli uh, newspaper, is also talking about it here, at least dozens of Gazans dead in aid delivery disaster. The paper does try and uh, sort of temper things, saying that uh, it's still not clear what happened uh, and who's at fault, but it does evoke uh, the impact of this massacre on the uh, future, on the future of ceasefire talks. Uh, the paper saying Joe Biden himself has said that it will impact any future deal. Uh, this is uh, indeed uh, the um, viewpoint from the Times of uh, from the Times of London, this writer saying that the fact that civilians were slaughtered um, in an area controlled by is by the Israel Defense Forces means that Israel bears responsibility for these deaths and these killings will increase pressure now on Benjamin Netanyahu to accept um, a ceasefire deal because Israel, of course, is extremely dependent on the U.S. when it comes to arms uh, and diplomatic support. And if it appears that the U.S.'s patience is running out, well, then it might have to accept uh, some kind of ceasefire deal in the in the in the in that eventuality. I think one thing that's clear, isn't it, Deep T, is just the level of uh, worry, the fear of starvation, the fact that w the eyewitness reports in the hospitals of thousands of people on Rashid Street in Gaza waiting in the pre-dawn for lorries to arrive. European papers, almost all of them, uh, headlining on this today. Yeah, let's bring you a little roundup of that as well. El País, this is the Spanish Daily, and this picture is very striking today. This is an, uh, a drone image taken by, um, uh, that was uh, uh, published by uh, the uh, IDF. These clusters that you see here are indeed starving Gazans seeking food aid. You can't even see the truck. I mean, that picture is, is really it does give you sort of a sense of how many people were gathered at that point, and it uses this word here, matanza, or to, uh, a killing, a slaughter in Gaza. It says, uh, uh, le soir, uh, uh, the Belgian paper uh, talking uh, about what it says uh, was a, a tragedy with contradicting versions of what happened. Uh, the Guardian as well, uh, the British Daily uh, headlining on this here, more than 100 Palestinians die in chaos surrounding Gaza aid uh, convoy, saying, Bullets hit civilians who had milled around aid trucks. Also reporting in its coverage on Emmanuel Macron, the French president's reaction on Twitter, uh, on X rather, uh, in which he expressed his indignation at what happened. The other story that's getting a lot of, um, well, dominating a lot of headlines elsewhere is what's going on in Moscow today, the funeral of Alexei Navalny. 
Yeah, it's in the Daily Telegraph's coverage today. Uh, notably, uh, of course, he died in murky conditions, either dying or being killed in the labor camp where he was imprisoned. Now, prison authorities and inv investigators initially refused to release his body to his family for nine days and then tried to intimidate them into having a secret burial. And now on the the day before and on the very day of his funeral, funeral homes are uh, refusing uh, to uh, take his body to bring the hearse to the funeral service after receiving threatening phone calls. It hasn't stopped Russians, though, from uh, uh, bringing flowers to makeshift memorials across the country. Navalny, of course, was Russia's most popular opposition leader. He was an imminent threat to Vladimir Putin. No funeral, funeral venue has agreed to host his service, so his family says that uh, they'll be holding the service in a church as a result. The New York Times today uh, also uh, uh, looks at the, that prison that we mentioned in the in the Arctic Circle, uh, where where Navalny was um, the Arctic Wolf. Uh, yes, uh, the, where Navalny, Navalny was uh, imprisoned, um, a Soviet-era prison camp in the tundra, where the cold and beatings that prisoners re receive are not the worst thing, but the punishing solitary confinement that it aims to break the souls and wills and psyche of prisoners in some of these cells. Radiators were just painted on the walls. So these, some of these cells didn't even have running heat. Prisoners who got out uh, were never the same, yet somehow Navalny uh, managed to spend all that time there. He even you know, used sarcasm and wit to make light of his situation uh, describing his prison time on social media. So it really is a testament to how brave he was. Yeah, he was talking about, and his team were talking about how he was trying to whip up unions just to help them out, kitchens, meals, and minus 26 conditions. Yeah. An incredible report from the New York Times. Finally, um, Deep Tea, India's wedding of the year taking place. This is a three-day pre-wedding party, the biggest CEOs, celebrities in the world invited. Yeah, that's right. The wedding actually is taking place in July, but uh, Anand Ambani, he's the youngest son of billionaire, Indian billionaire Mukesh Ambani, who is the chairman of Reliance Industries, which basically has made its wealth in a host of uh, different industries like telecom, oil, gas, retail and financial services. So the, the youngest son of, uh, of uh, uh, Mukesh Ambani is getting married in July. He's marrying his childhood sweetheart, who herself is the daughter of a very wealthy magnate in India. They're hosting a three-day party beginning this Friday in the Indian state of Gujarat, actually on the family's estate. On the agenda, uh, as People magazine outlines, a visit to an animal to the family's animal rescue. They'll also get uh, up uh, close and personal with jungle animals, and there'll be some kind of party with a traditional Indian dress code. The VIP list, Gavin, is huge. Um, uh, the Times of India has running commentary on this party, so you can go there. Uh, Rihanna has been paid a lot of money to uh, perform at the par uh, at this celebration. Magician uh, David Blaine, Ivanka Trump, Hillary Clinton, Bill Gates, members of Bhutan's royal family. Uh, you also have uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who's uh, just arrived uh, for that party. And of course, uh, countless Bollywood stars, Ranveer Singh, Deepika Padukone, who actually just um, announced her pregnancy, uh, Alia Bhatt. And of course, no wedding is complete without the OG of Bollywood, Shahrukh Khan. Here he is with all his family. Guests have actually received a nine-page booklet about dress codes, Kevin. But the whole sidebar of shame, as they call it, for the Daily Mail, all the tabloids is going to be covered with this. And I saw a quote saying, everyone who is anybody is there. That's right. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, we, it's, I think our invitations got okay. uh, lost in the mail, Gavin. Waylaid, all right. <laughs>
Uh, do you check out Laurent? I didn't want to go anyway. Stay with us here on uh, France 24. We'll be back in just a moment.